0: It's, musicians the musicians cool the cool stuff. Stuff. it's the Harley it's and Josh Show. YouTube and On,
1: In my dressing gown.
0: Oh no. On my bed.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now, yeah, so noticing the latency. Welcome, the ladies and gentlemen, to the Harley and Josh Show, uh, your music podcast by musicians. It's the social isolation special well number one number one really yeah exactly yeah, we'll yeah. see how long this goes on for how are you yeah, harley up.
0: i am good man i am enjoying it the sun is shining and we there's a there's a lot of firsts going on here <laughs> yeah absolutely so, this is the first podcast where we are in two different locations
1: Ooh, it is
0: with with two different weathers like it's really sunny outside here
1: yeah, yeah. Well, see, here it's all cloudy because you're not here, Harley. So, ladies and oh. gentlemen, this week we're going to talk about our lives. Now we've been isolated from each other and how we're we're coping yeah. without each other. Um, and uh, we've
0: if I'm honest, <laughs> to be fair, it's a struggle.
1: <laughs> yeah, Frankie's like you, lucky. Um, so we're also <laughs> going to be talking about the news of Patreon has seen a surge of thirty thousand new creators in one month uh which wow. is pretty mental we'll talk about that a bit later we've got uh after london enters lockdown the legendary abbey road zebra crossing has finally been repainted <laughs> so we'll talk a silver little bit lining. yeah exactly right well, well probably not silver it's probably yeah. white or black that's you know it's zebras for you yeah
0: um, that's, true. that's true
1: yeah and uh help musicians it's a charity has been sending 500 pound checks to british musicians and we'll help you with Amazing. how to apply we're also going to tell you a little bit about what ca- sort of Festivals and events are still going on in uh, East Anglia. And later on, we're going to be talking about how do you think social isolation will affect the music that we create at home? So yeah, that's a, that- there's loads of stuff in there, Harley.
0: There's a lot to unpack. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is new ground for us, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, going Hard times. It's, it's very anxious times for many people, especially as a lot of people who will be relating to what we do it will be freelancers, self-employed people um so but the there is there are still there are many silver linings in this really um and we're hopefully going to highlight some of them and we want to hear what other people are doing as well
1: it's the new section of the podcast harley silver linings
0: there we go there we go, uh, there we go. Uh, so
1: harley what's your first silver lining that you found from social isolating
0: well there's there's so much time as I mean, we are, this is a show run by two absolute workaholics. So <laughs> we are, we've given so much time mm. to do whatever we like. And I'm, I mean, one thing I've enjoyed is doing nothing. Oh yeah. Catching up with a lot of TV shows, playing a lot of games. Uh, Charlie's got me into uh, the TV show Nashville. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of it. Yeah. I I highly recommend it. It's really good. It's, um, it's a, it's essentially a drama, but based in Nashville, with based around essentially three musicians: a um, sort of uh, a long time star, a short time like a, a new brand new artist, um, and a session musician. Oh, okay. uh, cool! And how they kind of interact and get along and don't get along, and it's 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 all sorts of dramatic, but it's very respectful for the music industry in terms of. It seems to be quite true to how the music world runs,
1: right? There's not just um, like the 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 big executive with the cigar saying,
0: man, make her wear smaller dresses and stuff." See, no, no, it's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of those conversations about what uh, what is to be expected of a young musician um, and how they how they are perceived and how they want to be perceived and stuff like that. It's really quite cool. That is interesting. Also, the songs are incredible as well. So that's that's always a plus. That um, does help. I, it's given me a whole new love for for country music, certainly. Ooh ah, uh, yeah, not that country. <laughs> oh yeah, no. yeah, actually,
1: Nashville doesn't have the wordzels.
0: No, I was watching an episode just before we came uh, on air. To, it's not it's, we're not really on air, are we? No. Anyway, <laughs> just before we started recording, um, and uh, the the main character played a striking matches song, and I know Rob is a massive striking matches fan, so um, there we go. Yeah, that was really cool. And me and uh, Charlie were going, ah, oh, Rob would be very happy with this. <laughs> so yeah um yeah i don't know if rob watches nashville but uh I'll, I'll be dropping him a line and being like
1: you should have you, have
0: you got this yeah are you into, are you into this? This, about uh, this so yeah because hey we're all got a lot more time to watch more tv now
1: so yeah um, first first silver lining mr harley has has is a silver lining
0: time, time. silver timeline
1: silver time there we go
0: that's the one you knew it was there all along
1: <laughs> that's good mate yeah but so what else have you been using your
0: time for uh, I've been I've been doing a lot of playing. Um, uh-huh. I've but however I've not been playing in the same way that I usually am. Um, I I've kind of stopped because I don't have to be a dare I say professional musician <laughs> a working musician. <laughs> I'm pl- I'm playing just for me. Uh, I'm playing songs that I listen to rather than songs that I perform because there's a crossover there but not a massive one sometimes. So playing a lot of the music that i've been listening to uh and just enjoying doing some quite technical bits of playing uh which that kind of skill doesn't always get caught, caught upon when i'm playing live so i've been doing a lot i've enjoyed a lot of that um playing on the helix as well i've been able to record and i've been playing some guitar Ooh! i've been playing a lot of guitar um
1: slightly easier to jam acoustic isn't it
0: that's it yeah me and charlie have been going through some songs as well working on some of her original stuff and but then also we're like, oh, I haven't played that song in a while. Let's go through that, and we can we find up the chords and we sing along. And it's it's kind of it feels like we're doing what music should be as a hobby again. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Because I've I think playing music as a hobby is different to playing music professionally, um, and you can do them both. But I think when your day to day is picking up your guitar and stepping on stage or teaching you it's easy to forget the kind of just playing to have fun and I've kind of really rekindled that again which has been quite nice.
1: That's great. Yeah, so, yeah. Th- that's it. Just sort of bringing it back to more of a, a social community thing, sort of helping to keep you uplifted. I mean, that's probably what, you know, the, the communication side of it is why music was invented in the first place. So just having exactly, a little yeah. bit of social to it rather than just they're playing for yourself, um, playing yeah. with people, you know. It's
0: started to happen this week where I've had a few people kind of contact me and I've contacted a few other people. Um, as As a bit of advice, now we've got all this time, I have been using it to rekindle uh, with a lot of people I haven't spoken to in a while. Mm. Um, a friend of mine, Adam, he's a, a great musician, a great keys player, but he's such a busy guy. He's so in demand that I haven't always had a chance to uh, to catch up with him when I can. I dropped him a line and was like, man, I hope you're well, um, you know, just to make sure you're keeping well, but also how are you? Because you yeah. I haven't spoken to him in a long time because we're always at opposite ends of the county doing gigs, sometimes opposite ends of the world, Yeah, you know? So that's been kind of nice. Uh, And I'm hoping to be able to kind of start a few collaboration projects online stuff. Um, I don't know if you've seen Connor Adams did a great little cover, a quarantine cover of uh, Faith, which was great fun. Brilliant. They they were like absolutely just really performing and just having a lot of fun with it. And that's really nice to see. There are people making the most of this because yeah, it's a bit nerve wracking times, but at the same time you can have fun. Like we're still, we're still people and want to do interesting things, do fun things. And we've got a talent, which is music. We might as well like capitalize on having fun with it.
1: Yeah. And it's also, you know, something that is very much needed right now. I mean, if you think about, you know, yeah. everybody always is comparing this to wartime. Um, and you know, a lot of the, a little while back, I was listening to a big, I think
0: your friends are older than mine. Yeah.
1: but it, A lot of the, the, um, uh, the The music from wartime is essential for keeping people's spirit up, uh, keeping morale high. Um, I was listening to a great, you know, um, playlist a little while back of of songs to try and sort of see if I could add them into the Buccaneer set list. Um, but there'll be no stuff yeah. like "We'll Meet Again" um, and just songs that people know the words to and that are uplifting and hopeful. And musicians have always been called on for that in these kind of times. So I think it's a it, mm. it's a great idea that people yeah, are definitely. doing
0: that. That's great. Yeah. So that's time, um,
1: mate. That's time. What's your second silver lining that you found here, mate?
0: Um, right, well it's as I say, I, I guess my second silver lining is, is what I've already touched on, is you know, having being able to you know, sit down and speak to friends and communicate. I <laughs> I would say that though. I was thinking I mean, everyone knows I am terrible at responding to texts or phone calls and everything. I'm just really bad at just answering the phone. <laughs> so they're um, not too bad for me, that,
1: but I mean, maybe maybe I'm an exception here.
0: Yeah, I like you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mum. <mom>. <laughs> I uh, yeah, like I would have thought I'd be better at getting in contact, but actually, no, I'm I'm, I'm worse because like the only form of uh, entertainment we seem to have in our house that's not a guitar is screens. I'm trying to like down like lower my screen time. Oh yeah, to as to a healthy amount. Uh, so it means i just leave my phone in the other room and can't miss phone calls and we've stuff we've been
1: loving the board games and card games i mean oh, last yeah. time i saw you we were having a bit of a card game weren't we we were playing cards against we were, muggles yes. and uh yes. and i'm 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 hopefully going to be uh, getting uh, my chess board um out so we can use that um and i'm, oh, I'm nice. i want to look into some 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 two player board games as well just cuz like you say the screen time can go a bit uh, a bit too high and then it, that yes you are being mm. social on that but actually playing a game with somebody else um is just yeah i don't know I, f- I find it personally a little bit more personable and a little bit more challenging for the brain
0: certainly yeah uh, charlie was very clever because um as soon as uh lockdown was was uh was called she was like right let's go get some puzzle books because we want stuff to keep our mind active to stop us getting bored but we might want to do some st- some active stuff not on a screen so we've got we've got a sudoku book and we've got a crossword book um that's actually been keeping us really really entertained and I, I've, I've been really enjoying doing sudokus and stuff like that yeah and it's like i say it's good to get off a screen yeah definitely man one more thing i have been doing as well me uh we've been double dating with our friends uh <laughs> Matt and lexi but online <laughs> that's great and we've been kind of doing it online but kind of without a screen we've been playing dungeons and dragons oh really over over a, over a phone call so it's still tabletop um we haven't been using a table a, like a, a a grid like people play uh but we're just kind of basically just role-playing uh, and that that's, that's we've had a lot of fun with that uh, that's such it's a great very idea very silly um and there are some very basic like uh role-play games that you can play with people just to have a bit of fun um i would i'd recommend risis uh our, i s u s it's open source it's free and it's very basic if you want to have a bit of fun with people and you can uh, uh you can make up a game by take a film and go right you play this character you play this character these are your dice rolls what how would you do this film and it just gets derailed and gets very silly very quickly. all right I'll
1: tell you what if 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 we get if we do this can we do spinal
0: tap spinal tap the game yes <laughs> okay okay <laughs> that'd right be wonderful maybe, if, maybe we should uh get some user friends if people show interest let us know if you want to hear that and we'll uh we'll make a team and we'll see what we can make happen
1: yeah that'd be fun we will record that won't we yeah it'd be Definitely, nice mate yeah. that's good uh yeah it's, it's just having ideas like that uh, are, are really invaluable at this time because you can feel very stuck um every once yes. in a while
0: yeah that's it um yeah we it's so there's yeah there's there's we can still be social there's been loads of uh loads of uh, ways for keep people socializing with people in other buildings now which is really good uh Mm. and a lot of people are kind of doubling down and really getting into it and have a lot of fun with it so there's loads there's loads to be loads to be done really um i have got already one two three maybe four music projects in the running um, nice to be done over the wire so uh that might hopefully come to fruition just in time for us to all get out and then no one will want to look at their phones and will not want to see any of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, when this is all over, we'll be everyone's going to be like, cool, gig-worthy. I'm not going to have my phone on me for like two weeks. I, I, I want to look at everything but a screen right now.
1: Yeah, or we'll just get more and more addicted. Who knows?
0: Yes, you <laughs> never know. You never know. I think, um, I think a lot well. of people will start going, hmm,
1: I'm quite liking this social isolation. <laughs> I think I'll
0: become a hermit. There's been a lot of people of like uh, uh, introverts who are going like my life has not changed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like,
0: oh, okay, well, yeah, cool. You've been you've been training your whole life for this. you <laughs> got this. Can I can I yeah. can I have
1: house elf as my new occupation, please? That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great.
0: I mean, to be fair, before lockdown, I was a bit quiet on work on the work front and was pretty much a house elf. I was just whilst uh charlie was at work i was just like and i will clean this room and i will clean this room oh <laughs> let's see how shiny i can make the window because i was so bored well you've and got, got to start that already. focusing more on
1: the elf focus more the on s- your elf. elf
0: i like that thank Pons. you <laughs> good 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 so, yeah well, that's that's kind of where i've been at really what, what about yourself what have you been uh what what's you been doing to keep yourself busy and uh, what plans have you been making?
1: Oh, mate. It's, well, to be honest, I've uh, I had a very I had a very busy kind of calendar uh, for the week that everything went on, went down anyway. Um, and this sort of last month, I've been quite busy. So financially, it it came at an okay time. You know, that's got a sort of uh, tied me by for quite a long time. So it's uh, I, yeah. I began. So what was it? So we started off with social isolation about almost a week and a half ago now. I think it was the Sunday. It was the mothering Sunday. Um, I was just like, okay, I I sort of dropped some stuff around mum's, gave them my love from afar, and then came home. Yeah. And I haven't, well, I've only been out of the house once. Um, Well, a couple of times to do shopping and stuff, but other than that. Um, So I started off, as soon as I got home on the Sunday from uh, from mother's day i started work on battletoads um because battletoads has been um still going on um it's it's hopefully getting released this year but the the um the the release date has been pushed back because it was in june it may be uh much later who knows who knows but um
0: has that been delayed due to the situation or or just because okay
1: absolutely um so Yeah. yeah what we've kind of so I was recording guitar for it. For anybody that hasn't heard me talk about this before, I've been recording the guitar for this for a, a year and a bit now. Um, and we've just sort of finished the second phase of it. So hopefully that's that done and it will be ready for release. But of course, that was originally going to be done in a in a studio until everything went on to lockdown. And we were like, well, we can't do that. Um, so we we just had to do it in absentia and 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 me doing it from home now that that brought up a really interesting kind of exploration for me because so i don't have if you can imagine a a studio so listener imagine a studio um and you usually have you know your mixing room and your live room um and in the mixing room um was where I was sitting when we were doing the the guitar parts before and in the live room was where we'd have a big PV5150 with a, a Marshall 1960B cab everything cranked to full everything's so well sound treated, you could barely hear it in the other room. Um, but of course, there's a yeah. mic cranked right up next to it and it was going into the into the mixer and I was being able to hit it in my headphones. However, I can't do that at home because I live with uh, my girlfriend and she might be a little bit annoyed if I cranked up a, a full-on uh, stack in the living room.
0: You'd probably upset quite a few neighbours. Yeah,
1: too. yeah. Oh, it's not like they're at home. Oh, wait. Um, so yeah, um, I was sort of trying to find a good kind of emulator for that 5150 sound. As we used that before, I thought all right, well let's make sure that we try and keep the tone as close to that as possible. Um so did some research yeah. and found there is actually uh, somebody has put a 5150 um, amp up but there uh, they they've they've done for free um, which I nice. can I can't remember where it was, but I, I, I tried it out and it just it just would not work with my system. So uh, shame. I um and, and there's the difficult thing with with amp emulators is that you can get a lot of sort of digital hiss or kind of fuzz coming through it um, because if, if if you can you can imagine again listener imagining um, if you imagine sort of a, a wave so a big nice and nice and sort of smooth wave um, if you wanted to distort that on a Imagine an analog a distortion, it would be, <laughs> uh, I know this is, this is turned into meditation. Um, this, the, the, the wave would suddenly get really fizzy and kind of wiggly uh, for an analog distortion and kind of be jagged, but it would still be kind of smoothie jagged, you know, um, smooth jagger. But then if it was digital distortion, because we're dealing with ones and zeros, it's kind of like the wave is either there or it isn't. So it's kind of like it's just turning it on and off very quickly so it it becomes a a step kind of wave so if you imagine the wave has now become a bunch of steps going up and down and the better distortion you get the smaller those steps become and much less uh noticeable that they are digital ones Uh, that's a digital distortion so trying to find the right one uh is quite difficult but um mr tom mccarthy uh of guitar the fame um, did recommend the Helix Native plugin. Now you've talked about this before, haven't you, Harley? Um, it's, yes. It's basically. I don't think
0: I've mentioned the native before. Mm. But they t- tell us about it because it is a really good program. Oh, it's
1: amazing, isn't it? Well, it's, so it's so it's the Line Six Helix software, which um, Harley is is a famous user of. Uh, Mr. Tom McCarthy was the first person to tell He's me. A more
0: famous about... user. <laughs>
1: well, he he was right on that. That train as soon as it came out, right? I mean, as soon as the Helix yeah. thing was on, but like he was the one that told me about it, and and it, so basically, it's just amazing amp simulation. So you know, it all you have to take with you if you were doing a live show is just to plug in your pedal and then plug that straight into the PA, and it would sound like you have you know a, a bunch of amps on stage, you all going through different types of uh, uh, sort of signal paths, etc., and different pedals, different effects, all of that stuff. Um, And so that works in pedal form, that works in a rack-mounted form, and they've also been in collaboration with Native Instruments to do it as a plug-in form. And I didn't know about this, Um, and uh, so Tom told me about it, and I downloaded the free free trial version, which I thought was great, because, I mean, it was a two-week trial, 14 days... And uh, I thought, well, I'm going to be having this this session done in five so I can use this amazing software for free. Um, and I sent it because <laughs> we went through a bunch of different amp sims that were on Logic, um, a bunch of different ones that we found online that were you know, like the one that I told you about, the freeware version. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it, it was immediately we were like, okay, we're going to use this. This is great. Um, and because it had a 5.150 emulator built in, um, I had in my 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 picture library a a, f- a picture that I took of, on Instagram of the the amp stack that we were using. So I actually had the settings that we had. Uh, you know uh, on on the channel strip of the preamp of the 5150 so i could look at that and sort of dial in almost the exact sound that we had and also it had the the, you know the cab simulator for the 1960b and i could see where the same cab yes same same cab and i could see exactly where the mic was placed so i could have a little fiddle around with that and the distances etc and where it would be on the cone so that's the great thing you can do with that so that was really
0: great. How close was it once you emulated everything, well, bit by bit?
1: It's it's difficult to tell because you know, so I'm listening back to the recordings that we've already done, and they've been mastered, and it's been merged in yeah. and added added reverb and stuff. And I was just going in, you know, sort of dry DI signal, no no effects, no compression. Um, absolutely nothing to to, to color the sound other than what the amp would be, because that's what it would be like if we were in the studio. It'd be exactly what the amp's coming, you know, doing, going straight into the mix. And then the producer does all the, all the, you know, the extra stuff. Mm. So it, 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 was a, it was a long process. It was really interesting. So it was me and David Housden. Uh, Dave Housden is an old friend of mine. He's a wonderful composer, um, famous for Thomas Was Alone, is now working on Lost Words. Um, and has won awards, etc. Um, so he's, he's great. And we, we found a, a process of doing it, that we had a, a joint Dropbox folder. And once I'd recorded the stems uh, for the song, uh, what I would do is I would bounce the, you know, even if I was just playing in one section of the song, I would bounce the that channel down to the whole entire you know length of the song is what you usually do with stems um and Mm. send it and put and put it into this dropbox folder he would listen to it and then we what we would have so i'd do that for all the channels so everything i would record the all the parts for the whole song um and then bounce each you know guitar part down into different channels uh trying to condense them as much as possible um so it doesn't just get ridiculous (laughs) um yeah. and uh and then you know not condense the the sound i mean condensing the the, the file the amount of files that i'm sending him so yeah. um yeah so that we send him over and then there's this thing called dropbox paper which uh is like a collaborative document so he would oh, okay so he would put uh, he would put his notes down um and sort of in bullet points, like, okay, this section's cool, but there's a bit of a messy note here. Um, I like this one, but can you try doing the lead line a little bit slower or lead line a little bit faster here? And and so he'd go through that. I'd resend it and then sort of tick those things off. And we'd have these sort of comment sessions on that. And then once it once we'd done the whole thing, I would sort of click done on all of them. And then he would go back through them and sign them off. And then and then it got it all done quite easily, so it it was an interesting process to do, uh, and I'd really recommend it. Actually, the problem is my Dropbox was very full, uh, yeah. <laughs> even before we started. So yeah, um, so yeah, that one, you know, I got that done about four days, something like that. Um, yeah, and that that's that's helped me out financially very much. So thanks, Dave. Um, I've been doing yeah, so very much Helix Native. I do recommend, and thanks to Harley. He gave me the serial number for his HX effects, um, which gives you a discount on the um, on on the software. So I think it's about three hundred and fifty quid, isn't it? The um, I the software, think so yeah. And uh, and then the- so you got it. You you've helped me out and got it down to. I think you got it down to sixty dollars which wow, 60
0: wow i didn't realize it was that much yeah. cheaper wow. it's that much of a discount 50 quid?
1: absolutely and but then um and then there was also this the spring spring 30 deal there on there which is 30% off everything so i chucked that on there um <laughs> oh. so that discounted it so so it was it was like uh, 60 after did that but then you have to pay tax on top so it added like you know sort of i can't remember what it must have been about 20% to that um on top of it so it it worked out to be about 75 quid which is a a reduction from 350 quid is is mental so thank you harley
0: (laughs) and thing is you did it for that one sound yeah for that one song which is fine but then you've got all these other plugins absolutely these other amps and there's there are some really good ones Uh, on this i really like the match match matchless yeah yeah matchless amp that's cool, really cool. i'll check and that nice out oh, there's, there's some great
1: sound. rockabilly presets on there and one one other thing that i thought was really interesting was the impulse responses um because you can download yes. different ones and an impulse like i kind of know what an impulse response is so it's basically um if you uh, is it kind of like when you have reverbs where you put a mic in a room um, and yeah. and it reads the room rather than recording any sound? It kind of, if you record a sound into it, it reads, you know, how that room reacts to the sound. So then you can use that later on as a kind of plug in. Yeah. Um, but the, what I found that was really cool was an impulse response for a Taylor uh, acoustic guitar. So, yes. so you get a good acoustic sim through it because there wasn't a good acoustic sim with it. Um, but people have made their own impulse responses and put them up online. and uh, So I downloaded a, a mm-hmm. one one for free, uh, which used lots of different microphones uh, and in different placements. So that's been really good because then, you know, I don't have to worry about miking up an acoustic guitar properly in a very small space. I can just literally just plug straight in with an, ele- an electric guitar and, and it sounds like a tailor. So that was fun.
0: That's awesome. I, I, I might have to have a little play with that because I've got an impulse response um... Uh, importer on my pedal board yeah you and, can employ um, it you can get it from, a from online lot acoustic.
1: that's cool yeah that's very good so yeah well done helix native um i rec- I, I recommend anybody that's stuck at home you know, during this time uh, to use that. Um, I've been using, I've been doing online lessons again. The funny thing is the the only people that um, have opted to do online lessons at the moment are bass players. So I've only been teaching bass <laughs> from home.
0: I missed a trick there.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, out of my students, my private students. Um, so I've got yeah. two later on today where I'll be teaching bass. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I've been using FaceTime, uh, Facebook Messenger, Um, And then um, uh, All-Star Rock School had our first um, online group lesson yesterday. Um, I only had one student, for so it wasn't really a group lesson. Um, But that was using Zoom, and everybody's been using Zoom a lot. That's quite good. Um, That's very customizable in terms of, you know, how you can use it professionally because you can mute people chatting to each other. Um, during the lesson oh, which helps because otherwise the kids would just be sitting there you know slagging me off um, um just calling me names in the background and uh you've got the, the, the only problem is when you're doing this is you know the same thing that we're having right now is latency issues so with the rock schools it's hard to play along with people absolutely like you say it's because it, with the rock schools we were, we're constantly teaching you know songs aren't we um yeah. So, you know, you want to be able to get everybody playing the song at the same time so you get the idea of, you know, jamming with people, staying in time with others, hearing somebody else make a mistake and not, you know, falling in line with them and 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 going out of time with them. So, it's it's basically what I've been doing is is asking the students on the other side to have their music there and then play through it in front of me so that i can be like okay. okay then so let's stop there let's go through this and and because otherwise you know we can't play through it together i'll I'll play through it for them and then they'll watch uh, you know watch and then go back and and, and let them do yeah. it themselves so that's been interesting um what else mate um i've been doing a lot of writing um
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a big boom of of new music. Absolutely, uh, after all this as well.
1: And uh, so the you know there's this age-old thing um that in the music industry for songwriters, you know, that publishers and, and agents and, and, and record labels will always say to their artists that are writing writing songs to just write loads of songs a day, just write two or three songs a day or something like this, um and you know, then you start to pick out the really good ones. And everybody's like, really? How do you have the time to write three or four songs in a day? um, Well, Unless you are a full-time songwriter, right? And also, how do you get in the mindset to do that? Like, Just to be, yeah, I feel like writing a song. That doesn't happen every day. I mean, you know, I've been writing songs for 20 years and no way do I want to write a song every single day. Sometimes it's, it's weeks before I suddenly go oh here's an idea for a song you know um but right now being able to just sort of go okay it's either watch disney plus and you know just sloth out or actually do something productive and writing a song can take you anywhere from five minutes or less you know to you know just a a very small amount of time unless you're a huge perfectionist just to get the bones Uh, down I,
0: i think it was yesterday or the day before um we were. I, I, uh Charlie got out of the shower. Said, "I'm gonna write a song." Very nice. And I went, "Okay, you do that. I'll have a shower." By the time I had my shower, got out, come out, she'd already written the the quite a large part of of, of the song. Amazing. Already. Yeah. uh She's very efficient at stuff like that, and I'm like, cool give me three hours and I might have like, like a, a, a chorus.
1: Yeah, who knows? Well, I mean, you know, choruses are hard. But yeah, I think it, that's yeah. the problem with songwriting. Ideas never come at, um, you know, convenient moments, do they? <laughs> it's always in the shower. Never. It's pretty much always in the shower for me. Um, but I've got... Yeah, I've got what, it's got thinking space. Yeah, exactly right. Well, it's, you know, shower or the toilet, one of the two. Um, but the thing yeah. is like, you know, one, I've got one of those brains that... I was saying this to Frankie. So I was I was, you know, playing the Battletoads thing, and there's the, the soundtrack for Battletoads is like if you can imagine like early nineties, 90s, mid-90s Saturday morning cartoons like Spider-Man, X-Men, yeah. Batman, that kind of stuff. And every time there would be some guitar in it, it'd just be shredding because it's just post-hair metal. Um, and you know, that's very much been commercialized, and so it's just used as you know, that kind of guitar. So playing all these very, very fast fast sections, that I haven't had to do for ages. And so we'll do this section. I'll just literally have just learned it. And it's, you know, like, you know, a thousand BPM or something crazy and I'll do it and I'll nail it. And I'll be super happy with myself. And I just said to Frankie, I said, I'm really annoyed. She's like, what? I said, how is it that I've literally just learned this one particular section on the guitar, right? Three minutes ago, I've already practiced it, played it through and nailed it. She's like, why are you mad then? I was like, well, how is it that I'd come, I'd go upstairs and go into the room that I thought the thing that I was looking for was, and then forget why I went in the room in the first place. You just suddenly go, (laughs) how is it that I can still do those two things, simultaneously, be an idiot, and be you know quite good at something at the same time, so I'll do that i'll get in, I'll be having a you know you're like because what's the thing because you know from going up the stairs I've already had three different songs stuck in my head, and then a to- do list you know yep. shove uh, across my eyes so you know I forget one stairs to... isn't yeah it? <laughs> exactly but um that'll be a different game for musical chairs, just people running up and down the stairs you have to pick a step and sit down
0: <laughs> a lot of arms would be broken there's
1: there's social isolation ideas for games um so run up and down the stairs and when the music stops sit down um don't try this at home kids um so yeah exercise though that's the thing like you know so having ideas for songs um you have just so much more time right now to instigate those ideas um i mean i've I've got a new journal app um where every day i'm getting a reminder just say write in your journal because I think that's what people need to do uh, a little bit during this yeah. situation. I mean, I, I, I have to, I have to hold my hands up a little bit, Harley. You can't see this, but I'm holding them up. Um,
0: Don't drop the mic.
1: The first, time, <laughs> um, the first time um, we talked about coronavirus, where, we on uh, the show a couple of weeks back, I was very flippant about it. I was kind of like, oh god, everybody's everybody's just going crazy and it's, Oh, it's just, it's just media bias. It's just people trying to make you watch more TV, all that sort of stuff. And now I'm very much changed my tune and I'm very much, you know, in agreement with how serious it is. And so, um,
0: I think a lot of people are in the same place as you. Um, and unfortunately there are some people who are still in that place, uh, which I think given that the whole world is closed, Hmm. um, That that we should probably there should be a little bit more attention paid to it because some people still go out the house and
1: yeah it's dumb isn't it you know I know I mean that's the thing (laughs) lick what
0: doors and. (laughs) And handles, I don't know, I don't know I, don't oh, know
1: what doing, hey. I thought you said something else. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so, I mean,
0: <laughs> I just
1: got people one. keep doing that. I don't think that's a problem. Um, this is a family podcast, uh, Joshua. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, the, uh, so the journal thing, I think a lot of the time that people are finding uh, that their days are kind of merging into one because their surroundings are still the same. You know, they might be in the same pyjamas <laughs> for days on end. So um, I've been, because I, I still am working from home, I'm trying to note down all the different things that I'm doing every day. I'm sitting there going, okay, so I wrote a song or I, um, um, we are talking about this later on, but you know, there's the help musicians, um, you know, different funds, uh, and, uh, and loads u- out there, yeah. universal credit, all that sort of stuff. So applying for those, just noting down that I've done something productive, uh, you know, writing songs, writing lyrics. Um, and so I've been using this journal to at least write loads of poetry, um, because that's the thing with lyric writing, you can lose um, the, the sort of the knack for it if you don't do it very often. And if you're yeah. not just sort of singing with people and jamming with people and just coming out with random words uh, and random verses. So, you know, poetry is a really great thing. You don't have to be writing, you know, huge great big sonnets and sagas um just a haiku every once in a while or a little something in iambic pentameter just to sort of keep the brain working <laughs> and uh yeah it, it just it does definitely help so a, a little journal mm. thing i've been enjoying doing that um and my that's,
0: that's a really cool good idea for those who who wonder who uh think that might help yeah like, it's all... we we're going to be looking for new ideas as well like anybody has any ideas or oh, things yeah. to do to keep you being creative oh you've already given
1: stuff. me loads i mean you know musical stairs um, and couples couples game night is great um maybe not cool. not, not both at the same time over the phone <laughs> the lag might oh, be a no. problem um so I've been studying a lot I've been making sure that i you know was whilst practicing um not only just sort of like going over my rudiments and and, and going over kind of go it, like what the, the sort of the bare basics of the playing sort of sorting out speed sorting out legato setting out specific pick, picking patterns and 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 really going into the minutia of it I've all, you know because i'm I'm playing primarily rockabilly i want to come out of this cocooned and and and, and yeah and, and come out like a beautiful rockabilly butterfly so i've been you know butterfly. so i've been um you know sort of study studying brian's set <laughs> That's just a very, very, let's say, big-boned rockabilly player. Um, so, yeah, they've been playing uh, a lot with uh, Brian Setzer and the Stray Cats and just and analysing Brian Setzer's playing Um I've also been uh, uh, looking at Randy Richter's YouTube channel. If anybody's a Rockabilly fan and wants to play a bit of Rockabilly, he's got a great channel um, just for analyzing um, certain players, you know, like Scotty Moore, um, their, their, their sort of little idiosyncrasies and, and, and how you can adapt them into your playing. Um, so that's just been really fun, just studying again, because um, mm. practicing is one thing. And just getting this sort of like the mechanics of it and the, and the movements down. But unless you're actually understanding it and and, and sort of making those mental connections uh, kind of consciously, sometimes the practice can just be, all right, that's done. And tomorrow I'll forget exactly what I just did. Unless you do, yeah. uh, unless, you, unless you write a journal. Um, uh, I watched a really interesting ZZ Top documentary on Netflix. Ooh. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I th- it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's just called That Little Band from Texas or something like this um and it's great i
0: need to check that out.
1: oh it's great yeah this is it's just talking to all three of them with paul beal paul beard dusty hill and uh billy gibbons just talking about the um the origins of the band the oranges of the band um and there, it's them jamming um and uh, there's just loads of inter- information that i i didn't know it, it kind of talks everything up to oh was it eliminator their famous album with the big red car on it um it's kind of everything before that and it just goes into like you know how how involved in the 60s and 70s they were and yeah it's it's really great definitely definitely recommend it um i'll be back on video editing for my minute masterclass videos because it's just been taking so long and wonderful you know laboriously editing videos isn't fun so i don't usually choose to do it when i've got free time you know before all this so now i've got no excuse so i've just got to do it um (laughs) <laughs> what else have I been doing? What else? What else? Hey, what else? Um I've been negotiating bill payments. That's been the fun part.
0: <laughs> oh God.
1: <laughs> look, all these different I companies I know. Oh, all these different companies that want to bleed me dry. I've been saying, look, I, I literally can't pay you right now. So just jog on.
0: Yes. <laughs> um There's also there's also the other thing, I've got companies who owe me money and I'm like, Am I gonna get paid? And they're like, Well no, we've sent our head, our HR departments closed. <sighs> <right.">
1: <sighs> crikey okay well uh, Great, yeah thanks. well you, you, there, there's places you can go there's putting there's people you can you can call on so yeah
0: should we start with that bit yes
1: um exactly we t- um so yeah we'll, we'll do that we'll, uh, yeah because i've been applying for funding uh from the prs and uh musicians union um the prs fund i'm still waiting to hear back the musicians union one however i've had a no from uh, because i have savings basically as soon as i uh, checked the okay. box saying do you have any savings what was it under five grand and i was just like well yeah a little bit <laughs> and they were just like right you, you you can't you can't have it which i, I get it uh, like, what they what they sort of say is like musicians in extreme circumstances sort of thing. And, and i and i'm i'm all right for the moment so you know if, if if somebody else is getting the money who really needs it instead of me then there you go that's that's a good thing that's fair enough. um the prs fund still waiting to hear back from um and there's another one we'll be talking about in a bit, which is help musicians. Um, so there's 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 loads you can loads you can do, uh, and we'll talk about that in a bit. I've got a couple more things I wanted to talk about, um, which was Frankie and I had a jam. It was amazing. Um, Frankie is oh, no, Frankie's strawberry. Yeah, or... uh, no, she prefers raspberry. Um, Frankie is not a musician, but she's lived around musicians her whole life. What she can do that I can't do is whistle very well. So
0: <laughs> amazing, right?
1: So um, I basically I was just doing a little blues jam in A and uh, and she just started whistling along with me and she was just improvising this solo and it was just one of the most precious moments of our entire relationship. It was incredible because it's just, you know, she, she'd she obviously taken stuff on board musically and and found ways to sort of, she was going with the beat and using motifs and stuff. So, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't sit down with her afterwards and analyze it, you know, <laughs> be a douche and just be like, yeah, oh, so this is be. what you were doing. You know, she, you know, she just sort of did it off the top of my head, which I, which I thought was great. And the last thing which I want to talk about, which is a great thing, which hopefully I'm going to be involved with a lot more. I've talked about Electric Umbrella on the show before. It is a music charity for people with, uh, certain learning, um, uh, you know, mm. uh, the, the learning needs and, 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 special needs and disabilities, etc. um. And so during this time, they're having a lot of troubles, uh, obviously, because, you know, they're not being able to run their sessions, which they would do big group sessions and get people playing instruments and singing along, doing karaoke and just just being wacky because um, they um, one of their one of their phrases is there's no such thing as normal. And they just get people in a room who are deemed not normal. And just let them rip, you know. Just let them have a great time and not worry about it. I
0: Amazing. Mean, um,
1: and so recently, what? So my cousin Tom Billington runs this, and I was invited on their uh, sort of daily show they do, which is Electric Umbrella TV. And they're okay. they're Oops. in very much in dire need of funding right now. Um, and so if anybody does feel like donating, they're a wonderful charity and they're really helping people you know they're saving lives really <laughs> i think a lot of the time yeah. um so what they did um was set up a big zoom session where people can just join in and recorded it and so it went straight onto facebook live um so it was really interesting how they did it and there was i think there was about 100 people on there like as a group um at once, and so what he would do was sort of cut to me. I'd play them a song, and we'd just sort of chat about uh, you know guitars and 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 being a musician. But you know to the point of. You know, not going too in detail like we do on the show here um, mm-hmm. because it was supposed to be entertaining and, and we don't do entertaining very well, do we? <laughs> we're just bunch yeah. blokes talking nonsense. Um, so, yeah, that's just a bit silly. Exactly. So, the, yeah, so that was just really fun. I'm hopefully going to be hosting some of those uh, and, and just you know, working on keeping people together whilst we're all apart. So, yeah, Harley, that's me done. I'm going to shut up and we can talk about other things things mate
0: that's that's cool man there's some there's some there's some good on there yeah there's, there's some good in
1: there's there. good in there i'm gonna i'm gonna start thinking about doing some some online gigs and stuff like that i've just been actually quite busy um oh there was one other thing mm. i'm gonna oh one more thing um uh because uh so all the schools are closed and i've and i do a lot of teaching in schools and it is a big part of my income yeah um Luckily, Moreland is staying open for, the, uh, for the, the children of key workers. So people working for the NHS, posties, um, just the people working for the police... Everybody that's really needed right now, people in care homes, all that sort yeah. of stuff, because they, you know, they can't stay home. They, the People need them. So they've been, so we've been looking after their kids at Moreland and I've been there um, uh, one day so far, um, just doing like music workshops with them, getting them writing songs, getting them exercising as well. We're making sure that they're doing their Joe Wicks live stream thing. Um, no, yeah. Yes, which was knackering. Um, so I'm doing that again tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just really great to just sort of still be around um, the, the sort of the learning environment and and and, and being able to keep kids learning and, and throughout all this. Otherwise, they might just turn into couch potatoes.
0: Yeah, that's that's very important. These are very important.
1: <laughs> potatoes are important. You need your carbs, but just don't turn <laughs> yeah, into one. You know I mean, um, so Harley. Harley, yeah. Shall we talk about yeah. some news, Harley? Here we go, here we go, music news. Now let's talk
0: about some news. Let's get through. Yeah, this. Uh, g- it's going to be. I can say it's going to be a long podcast. But at the end of the day, what else are you guys doing at home? <laughs> you've, you've, you've got all the time to listen to here an go, extra long podcast.
1: Exactly. <laughs> no, no, excuse. excuse. Um, all right. Yeah. So the first one that I've got on here is is about Patreon. So um, Harley, tell 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 everybody what Patreon is.
0: So Patreon is a big website uh, for people to donate towards uh it was originally designed for musicians on youtube who don't get a lot of money if they're on from like youtube advertising so their fans can pay towards um pay towards a cause uh via patreon mm-hmm. um sort of thing so it's basically just a big page for sharing sharing your music to the world
1: It's good so, that so, isn't it which is yeah, so obviously, right now, that's very much needed. And it has seen a surge of 30,000 new creators in one month. I mean, <laughs> it's a big surge. Um,
0: that's vast. Yeah,
1: and trying to be able to sort of, you know, make it so a website can cope with that is quite a big thing. Because if you can imagine it, it during this, like you say, um, when you are doing online content, uh, video content for free, the big word there is free. So, you know, yeah. a lot of musicians and creators, just content creators, you know, people that are putting stuff on YouTube for, so, yeah, go on.
0: Uh, Patreon was actually, I uh, say, we've talked about this, was started by, I can't remember the name of the guy, is it Jack Conti? Oh, I th- yes, like I that.
1: think you're right, yes.
0: Uh, uh, he is the, um, sort of one of the, the arrangers, I would say, for the band Scary Pockets and Pomplamoose. That's Moves. it. They run a YouTube, they're a YouTube channel where they do covers. Now we've talked about this before. If you upload a cover onto YouTube, the money doesn't from advertising doesn't go to you. It goes to the person who wrote the song, right. which is fair. But if you want to capitalize on on the creative that you've done, because they've done some creating, even if the song was originally not theirs, they've arranged it and uh, played the music themselves, so uh, it's their way of kind of taking back some or earning a bit of money for the work they do, and that's how it started off, but has gone from strength to strength throughout uh, the last five or six years, yeah, absolutely. which is amazing, yeah,
1: absolutely crazy. Uh, so, I'm sort of reading through the article here. Um, it's basically, you know, the amount of concerts and music festivals that have been called off due to the pandemic, um, majority of recording studios have temporarily closed uh, to comply with the government orders and stuff. Um, people like MIA has released her first song in 3 years um which is, is on Patreon and that was earlier this week wow. um so you know there's big artists doing it as well um i think you know it's probably uh, used used a lot more by indie artists uh, than it is uh, yeah. you know major major label signees um mm-hmm. but you know it it's it's a great idea for people if they you know if you are a good content creator and you do have a fan base but you are worried about your money then you know patreon is just the way to do it but you know if you are already that person you probably know what to do anyway um so yeah yes. i mean i mean there's there's some very interesting stuff going on with um you know people finding ways to uh you know have donations um going via via facebook live etc um that's that's quite a difficult thing to do. Um, there's you know, cause there is you can add donate buttons to things, but it's all for, cha- yeah. for charity and things. It's it's you know, it's not really done where you just sort of add donate to me like a busking thing. Um have you heard <laughs> about people doing that much, Harley?
0: Um, I haven't had uh too much experience with people I know personally who are doing running Patreon right. and stuff. Uh, we've seen quite a few people doing their, doing gigs from their house and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, that's something I'm planning on doing as well. Yeah. That'd be um, fun. So there's that's Yeah. And I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, I, I, I'm i not going to kind of push for the whole Patreon thing myself. Uh, just because I think, you know, there's only so much money to go around and I know a lot of my artists, I have uh, a lot of my friends who have much more uh, musical uh, stuff to kind of to to offer the world, well, rather, if they're songwriters and
1: stuff like that, but you know, you're you're getting there now, aren't you? Yeah, um, yeah but it. there's there's way you can do it on Twitch. Um, uh, basically, oh, Twitch yeah. and SoundCloud have uh, like sort of uh, sort of merged uh, in this kind of crisis. If you've got a SoundCloud account, basically you can get fast tracked to what's called affiliate status, um, and so affiliate status on Twitch lets you monetize your channel. Um, so Twitch, if you haven't got one, is you know it's 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 a streaming cha- channel usually for gaming. Um, so you need a microphone, webcam, computer, and your you know instrument. Um, and so you know, but then you can actually use uh, the ads that are on Twitch to collect donations from your live audience. Um, affiliate status usually has a few restrictions. Like having an established user base, but uh, SoundCloud and Twitch are bypassing these restrictions for that specific thing, so that's cool. You could do you could do it on Instagram, um, but that's you can do it on Instagram, Facebook. um, I probably do it on Twitter, but I think most of the time when you add a donation thing to that, it's usually to a um, to a charity. But there's one you can you can find called Musicares, which is M U S -S I C A R E S, which is a, a non profit kind of charity helping music professionals they're accepting applications for professionals who can prove that festival closures and event shutdowns have impacted their ability to work so there's a few paperwork requirements and stuff but mostly they're just to prevent abuse (laughs) and stuff like you know not you know just using it to just you know make bank um you know it's it's to help you out during a trying time it's a lot of indie 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 musicians are doing that. I think that's an interesting thing. So mm-hmm. so it's it's the recording academy's um company. Is there the relief fund, music hairs? So have a little look into that. If if you'd rather sort of like, you know, stream via um, you know, Facebook or, or Instagram rather than um use you know setting up a whole thing on Twitch, um, music hairs would probably mm-hmm. the way to do, the way to go anyway. Nice.
0: Okay, cool. There's there's options. There are always options, um, Harley. Let's talk about some. Let's talk about some of the uh, grants and help there are for musicians, working musicians out there. Absolutely. Uh, we touched on the uh, the musicians' union one that you applied yeah, for. Yeah, the hardship fund. So yeah. if you are if you are a member of the MU, uh, check out the website. You can have a look to see what there is available for you to keep in you kind of afloat. Some might say. Mm-hmm. I myself, um, I've applied for universal credit. Uh, who Same. Who have who will help me somewhere along the line? Yeah. Uh, so how how to, was
1: how was your application?
0: <laughs> my application was fairly easy. So yeah. uh, Charlie, my partner, she uh she went on to it. She had to confirm her identity. There's a weird website. She was it Digi DigiDentity or something? DigiDentity. So that was it. I used it. the same thing. She joined the queue at number eighty-three thousand uh and was on the waiting list for about a day. Right. I tried the next day and was 25,000 and waited for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> she was not best no, pleased. Absolutely not. Um but I sorted that. I spoke to the job center this morning. They went through some details, they asked for a few bits here and there, uh and um are able to kind of help me uh pay some bills and just keep keep me afloat um through this time. It was very easy. This is, just a heads up, this is just for general self-employed people, not specifically for musicians. Mm-hmm. So if you are a plumber uh, or electrician or anything like that, anywhere where your work's going to be impacted during this time, um, then go down this channel. I spoke to them and I asked them some questions about uh, the government would say they were giving a grant for self-employed people who are unable to work. Yes. Um, and what they they're still kind of working out how they're doing it but they think what they're going to do it'll run through your self-assessment yeah uh which they already have and it will just be a case of uh that will come that'll be sent to you um and they've extended when, when they, how
1: long it will take you know how long of this sort or of deadline for for when the, the self-assessment can come because i mean there's so many people that just sort of go oh no it's april oh i've got to get my self-assessment done and they're usually quite lax, yeah. and then during this period they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so there's lots of people that yeah. uh, you know uh, get uh, you know have, getting to sort of submit it a bit later. Um, uh, that hasn't really come through in ipswich yet um they're supposed to be right. getting in contact with us so yeah for the for the the grant that would be happening in june isn't it it's, it's like the first payment will be That's in it, june yeah
0: so we'll have to wait a little while for it but um there are ways that we can kind of keep up keep afloat until then so. absolutely yeah like what we were talking
1: about so yeah so you've got the prs you've got uh, musicians union and you've got this mm-hmm. other one which is help musicians Uh help musicians has been a charity for a while um yeah it's so it's a it's a near century old charity organization actually which is you know nearly oh, nearly wow, 100 okay. years uh, years old um it supports artists during times of financial difficulty it's offering 500 pounds uh to musicians who've been impacted by the virus um it'll be dispersed from the coronavirus financial hardship fund um and musicians who are suffering significant financial hardship can apply for aid by filling out an online form um is set aside five million pounds for the charitable undertaking, so that is you know it's, it's quite possible that you can you can be helped by that. I've already applied for it and I haven't heard yet, heard back yet. I didn't get an immediate no, um, as I did with Musicians Union, so it might be it might be worth it. So if you, again if you, if you're listening to this for for options, check that out. Um, yeah, it looks interesting.
0: Yeah, it does look it interesting. Does there is it seems quite hopeful it seems like everyone's really chipping in to kind of do their bit do what they can and uh mm. kind of keep people afloat and also just we the thing about this is everybody wants to be able to go back to work as soon as this is oh, over yeah. um so the more people who can kind of stay afloat and can keep going this and be able to work when when this is over we don't want any industry to cr- crumble because of absolutely it. so everyone's really concerned about about how this is going to affect the biggest scale, not just themselves so um you know there's 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 a lot of help out there i can think and of also... quite
1: a few people that would not like to go back to work though Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing i that's the thing like i love my job i loved i love doing what i do doing what we do but it's i have to have some time off it's and it, i can enjoy it a bit more knowing that you're allowed if i wanted to go back to work i couldn't so i have to yeah i mean i'm still i'm still in my pajamas right now i don't know same
1: mate i'm full on naked
0: yeah love it (laughs) love it (laughs) i'm I'm not a promise i can say you can do a you can do a picture for the uh um for the thumbnail but never mind (laughs) it's harley and josh show after dark (laughs) oh yeah oh
1: yeah
0: make that a role play
1: game nobody wants that nobody wants that
0: Let's go to the new news new stories. Wh- what? This is this this is my favourite. Okay, when when the world <laughs> when the streets are quiet, when the world goes silent, let's do something good. Yeah, something that was, they've been meaning to do for a long time and haven't been able to. What have what have the streets of London done?
1: They have finally repainted the Abbey Road zebra crossing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. I mean, it's so it's right outside Abbey Road Studios, it's the front cover of the Beatles Abbey Road album, you know, iconic, everybody knows this. Um, so as London went into lockdown last Friday, um, all non-essential businesses, restaurants, bars, gyms, theatres, all that stuff, temporary closed. So the streets and tourist hotspots are completely empty. So, you know, Abbey Road would if there's a webcam. Uh, that shows the area, you know, absolutely full with tourists, like day in, day out, um, as they sort of wait to take pass and take pictures. And it must be the worst, pl- like you know, road to drive down if you're on your commute or something. <laughs> and there's a ever crossing, oh, and people are just yeah. taking turns to just cross it. Um, and if you look at that webcam uh, right now, it's just deserted. It's it's so strange. It's like a yeah, it's like a little zombie apocalypse thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah so uh, the thing is. It's it's it, London basically asked for it to be registered um, for historic preservation back in 2010, and uh, like yeah. the oldest buildings, like castles, theatres, and cathedrals, usually get that. Um, but because the crossing is well, it's the first zebra crossing to ever earn historic preservation. Um, but you know, it's constantly in use, so you know, trying to do that. So I think it's quite quite amazing. So last August was the 50th anniversary of it. Um, which kept it very, very busy. And so it just basically like like wore it down. And now that it's actually nice oh, crisp lines. And uh and
0: Did you want an update of what's happening? Go on. I'm watching a webcam now, actually. There's someone playing Pokemon Go on the corner. <laughs> really? That's not exactly <laughs> yeah. essential travel. Is hey, I? he's getting his daily exercise, I guess. That's what I've been doing. I'm
1: sorry about the cough. I'm still I'm still I'm still recovering from a chest infection, so I'm not I'm not dying, but you know, at least I'm in the right place. Um Oh,
0: good. oh okay uh have you got the article open at the yes moment? i do close the article i have a question
1: oh okay right yeah
0: right how many beetles are there in on the album cover for abbey road there's four right no
1: what so okay well oh all right i get you because there's a vw beetle in the background yeah
0: there we go that's a, that's a, a classic quiz question love it it's five of them very good yep. but it's
1: spelt differently yeah, yeah
0: uh yeah but you, you do ha, okay well, in that way case, there's either four but I could say there's one
1: i am just realized this as well, like all those registration numbers are on the album cover as well, so I reckon those cars must oh,
0: they must be worth worth of
1: fortune. fortune right <laughs> yeah absolutely, right, okay, let's do our thing I and thought about this morning, and then we're gonna do our anti gig list after that, all right <laughs> oh this will be gonna, cheerful gonna, yeah it? well it's is is yeah, it'll be some cheerful things. So, Harley, okay. question, mate. How do you think yes. social isolation will affect the music that we create at home?
0: That's a very good question. I think the content of the music may or may not change you think? in terms of, like, people singing about their day-to-day life. It maybe have come a bit more... Um, it'll be, yeah... So people won't be able to sing a, sing about that person they met at a pub. It'll be more about that person that crossed the road to pass them when they went out for their job. <laughs> but I mean, you know, um,
1: the, the lyrical content... And, you know, general harmony for a song is very much affected by somebody's state of mind. Um, you know, oh, de- and yes. lyrics and, and poetry uh, are very much, uh, you know, the the, the the vocabulary you use, the type of language uh, is, is so affected by your day to day life. So do you think that it's going to make people's songs like more depressing or do you think... It might do the complete opposite thing. Do you think it'll, it'll be people constantly trying to write songs to keep them upbeat? Um,
0: I think people will process uh, the situation differently. From one, uh, like everyone is different, mm-hmm. so you might there may be an overall uh, feeling or an overall kind of trend of how that how content may change, but there will still be a large varied part of music. I believe um, I've kind of put it in any songs I'm going to write I'm going to write no sad songs.
1: Right, yeah, okay. I don't know
0: how much not not so much for me. Uh not so much because of the situation, right. but generally if I write sad songs, I don't enjoy them because I'm like this sounds very self like self-centered and woe is me and it's all about me and I want to try and write about write songs that kind of make me want to play them and that's not what I like. Hmm. So that's not so much due to the situation, but that's kind of my way of pushing. I think it's interesting because I
1: think that a lot when I'm writing lyrics, um, I'll be sitting there going, I've put a lot of I here, a lot of me or myself sort of thing.
0: I'm glad I don't have that. I'm not the only person who thinks no, that. Absolutely. I'm always like, oh, but I mean, I'm just talking about myself. If you
1: if you if you read into most popular songs, they're they're much the same because I mean, you know, if 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 we do it, then everybody does it, right? Um, it's that thing of, uh, and if, yeah. think, I was just thinking about like the one of the most upbeat songs that I know of um, is "Times Like These" by Foo Fighters, and the first word he says is
0: yeah. "I," <laughs> and then it's "I'm." However, the, I would say like the um, the chorus though it's all about we. I'd yes. like to write songs about us rather than me. That's a good point. Because then it makes it sound like I've got friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Yeah, it's very hard to do that when you can't collaborate. That's that's, that's a problem. Because, you know, there's, there's a lot of songs that uh, I know this from experience that some songs work really well when you write them by yourself. Others don't. Um, and you really do need other people there, like jamming in a room with people to actually get a song done and, and 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 correctly done i mean there is no correctly done but you know it was there's sometimes that a song um you know it, it wouldn't have sounded as good if it wasn't written by a big group of people in a room jamming um and that's that's kind of a problem i yeah. think what we might f- hear a lot of once once this is kind of done is a lot of self-produced music um done from home so um you know, we can still do mastering production, um, you know, in, in isolation. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of people will just be like, okay, I can hear that. And it's just my ears listening to it. And I think it's great. I'm just going to release it. Um, and again, I've done that before. I've done that with, with my first D P with the Lockerbillies. I was just like, yeah, I've, I've produced it, recorded it, released it uh, and mastered it, et cetera. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then listening to it afterwards, I'll be like, mm. eh, God, it could have done with somebody else having a look yeah. at it.
0: Yeah, there's a certain, like, I've been potentially kind of thinking in a in a mindset that, like i I, i'm kind of taking myself out of the rat race at the moment in terms of working and music wise because hey most of my almost all of my work is is live work it's very little studio isn't that
1: quite funny i think uh, this interesting the point you're making there is because all the people that have been gigging constantly consistently for years um they get this time when you can't gig and you're like oh okay i'm gonna have a I'm going to have a, a sort of time to, to rest and relax. Whereas a lot of the people that were like, oh, one day I'll start gigging again. They've got loads of free time yeah. and they're suddenly now they're kind of like internet famous. <laughs> and there's the rest of us that
0: have been working the whole time. Like, hey, hey, come on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like, um, But like, because I'm not trying to make a career, do whatever I, I might do. I mean, depends on how long this goes on for. I may push to kind of do some more. We may have to. On online start. oh yeah but i want to do it because i want yes to. true um but then there's also that sake of i can do it for me it's not a case of for example with chart attack the songs we choose are songs to get people up and dancing they're not necessarily the songs that i would listen to at home right well, i, see so you I mean. can play the songs that i listen to at home mm-hmm. and it kind of doesn't matter if no one's listening if because it
1: doesn't it's not for them it's for you depend
0: on my wage mm. yeah. yeah you know it's back to the days when i used to go to open mic nights just to do just for entertainment to it i enjoy being on the stage singing my own songs i can kind of do that again if people want to listen they can if they don't want to listen that is fine mm. it's it you know it's not for them it doesn't mean it's bad doesn't mean it's good but if it's just not for you then hey. so do you th- think someone else do something they like uh,
1: true right so do you think that um that what this is going to do is going to it's you know the kind of music that's going to be made from socialization isolation is going to be a lot more honest and true to what that person wants specifically
0: i hope so yeah i i i I think that i would like to hope that that's a an advantage that we're going to cut that's going to come out of this uh we don't necessarily need to have a world where i i don't want to say it's going to produce more bad music or more good music i just want to i hope it will produce more honest music I think that's a very good way to put it
1: I think it will be quite a renaissance I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be releasing music and there's going to be a lot of breakout stars from this because there's going to be people that have just been like for years people have been telling them they're a great singer they're a great songwriter they're a great guitarist etc but they they work this job that they hate and they, you know, stuck doing that all day, and they never actually have any time to to do something that they're passionate about. And now they're stuck at home; they can finally do that. And I think that we're gonna we're gonna see some real talent uh, coming out of this.
0: And it might be a little bit easier for people to take that first step of singing in front of an audience when they can't actually see their audience. Yeah, and they they've got the comfort of their own home to do. Yeah, it. and then when they do have it's a nice gig, they're relaxed. gonna be like, oh, <laughs> "Don't touch me." People, they already <laughs> love them because they've heard it. It's it's kind of like. You go well. What if they don't like me? We're like, well, those fifty people here—they were—they were at your live stream like three months ago. Yeah, so exactly. They—they—they they, they loved it. They came back. Yeah. You know, you've got that mind confirmed. I think there's that—that—that that, that convincing yourself that you're worth what you're you're doing. You know, not having that imposter syndrome, and that can kind of push. It can be a stepping True. stone into. And you've that live world. You've touched
1: on something quite good there. Is that like you know when you when you've been to a gig or when you've just played a gig it's not very often that you get to have access to the guest list and and, and who was there, who specifically, and actually also an incomplete link to their mm-hmm. profile. So what people are doing when they're doing a Facebook live stream or, a, or an Instagram TV thing, um, the people that are watching, you can actually go onto their profiles and check them out and, and, and invite them you know, to like the page and you can you sort of almost market to them directly. Um, so that'll yeah. be that'll be an interesting thing to see how people utilize that.
0: It's an exciting new world that already existed but now like I say the stream the stream world is is going to see a massive boost and you're going to see a massive learning curve of people learning how to stream. Yeah. Some people will get uh, left behind doing I think.
1: Such and uh, make sure it's not yeah, us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. Let's talk a little bit about the gigs that have not been cancelled and the gigs that have been cancelled. We're talking about big ones okay. here. We've got a list is I've got it from the East Anglian Daily Times from my mate Andrew Clark. Um we yeah, so let's just have a little quick look at this. Okay, the Berry St. Edmunds Festival, uh, which was going to be the apex, uh, the cathedral and lots of other ve- venues across, um, uh, Berry St. Edmunds has been cancelled. That was supposed to be May 14th uh, to the 24th, so that's that's a lot of work that's you know that's that's got um cancelled there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as there's, there's keep thinking of good ones, uh, there will be some good ones on this. Um, Lee Stock. Yeah. Um, which was going to be May 23rd that's uh, been cancelled and will return in 2021 these are all stuff for East Anglia by the way everybody (laughs) Um, so for the Suffolk show the Suffolk show which was uh, 27th uh, 28th has been cancelled it's coming back next year Um, first light festival which was on Lower Stuff beach um that was supposed to be June 20th, and that has been cancelled. where Maverick Festival. Now that one, which is Jul- July 3rd uh, to the 5th, which is in Eastern Farm Park in Woodbridge, there's they've not actually said whether they're gonna cancel that yet. So it might still go ahead. It's a little bit down the line. Yeah, isn't it? so it's in July. Um that's all sort of Americana and, and and folk and stuff, and there's a lot of a lot of artists from America um from both sides of the Atlantic that come to that. So that could be quite good. Um what else we got we got latitude that is
0: yeah that looks like that's still yes going ahead.
1: exactly july 16th to the 19th at the moment uh, i'm just trying to say when nice. this article's from that was from the 27th of march that's just four days ago now uh, so this as we all know this stuff does kind of happen quite quickly but um yeah latitude at the moment seems to be going ahead um which does yeah that's nice isn't it that's Henham park near Blythburgh, Yeah. um because that's like you Know uh, big acts there. You got the chemical brothers, Bill Bailey, Liam Gallagher. So, you know, I mean, Glastonbury may have been cancelled. I'm absolutely gutted about that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so you know, but still, there's still stuff able to do it. Um, when was latitude supposed to be? Latitude is going to be July. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, that was going to be June 26th, I think.
0: Oh, so a, bit a little sooner, bit sooner, yeah. but it would, they they, they cancelled more of the fact that they just
1: didn't have because everybody started to socially isolate. They didn't have enough workers to build it. You know that would take at least a month to oh, build yeah. the thing, and if they just don't have the workers because yeah, they're staying true. at home, then you can't run. So what else have we got? Folk mm. East. Um, that's it. August twenty yep. first to twenty third. So that's still likely to go ahead. Nothing's uh, nothing's been cancelled from that just yet. Um, we got. Um, the, the retro dub Suffolk VW Festival. Um, that's in September 25th, and that seems to be fine. Uh, that's going to be oh, Trinity Park. Go my on. Sis-
0: uh, my bro- uh, sister and brother in law were supposed to go all the way to Belgium in their uh, Volkswagen camper van. Oh. Um, and the, they were carrying their bags downstairs when it got cancelled oh, two days before. Um, they were going to drive 500,
1: 500 miles there. But yeah, don't been... Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, there've been a lot there's been a lot of like live like I say not just music events that have cancelled uh, so we have got
1: to Yeah, absolutely. Tip our hats
0: to the other other events industries that are that, are, that are Yeah, forward. true. I mean, Frankie you know, and I was it'll come back. Frankie
1: and I were booked to go to to York for a little city break last weekend um and she had the, the time booked off work and everything and we had to cancel that. So it just all goes, doesn't it? Yeah. Um we've got a couple more on here. Uh, Albra Food and Drink Festival is still going ahead. The Albra Festival itself has been cancelled, um, which is quite a big one. I can't remember what date that was yeah. supposed to be, actually. Um, so that's only literally just been announced, I think, yesterday. Um, oh, okay. So what else? Um, September 26th and 27th. Yeah. Oh, is it? Where is it? Albra Festival. Yeah. It's moved to 2021. So that was going to be June 12th. Oh, okay. Um
0: Oh, sorry, that different. That's all
1: right, yeah. Um uh, what else we got here? There's loads of theatre stuff that's good, you know, the different spring seasons that have just been moved back um sort of to July time, but even then that's a little bit tentative. Um yeah. Red Rooster Festival, um that's I believe cancelled. They've confirmed new dates we'll actually. That's se- that. that Red Rooster's been moved to September 4th. Um, and they're sort of now confirming new dates and trying to figure that out. Ipswich Jazz okay, Festival awesome. uh, new date for that is twenty fifth, twenty seventh of June. Um, so I don't know that might that might it, what's it saying? Because oh, that's next year. Sorry, sorry. So Ipswich Jazz Festival has been postponed to next year. Um, Maui Wowie Festival still going ahead because that's August twenty eighth to thirtieth. I'm playing that one. They've got a new. Oh, nice new one. day on that one for Americana music, which is the one we're playing, which is going to be fun. But the big one, Harley, Oh yeah, Ipswich Music Day has been cancelled. It's undecided whether it's going to be rescheduled, so it might be later in the summer, or it just might skip the year and go. Hang on, you know, yeah. till next well,
0: year. Well, that's um, that's a real shame. That that's because that's a kind of a a big point in the year for for all of us. Really? It really is. Yeah, a, it's almost Broadcast like a that every time, the mecca of Ipswich music. Absolutely. Well,
1: it's been absolutely. Uh, amazing to be able to hear you uh via yeah, the internet yeah, i've missed you I, uh, I miss you too man um
0: can we um before we go i just want to make a little note to anyone who's listening uh any musicians and stuff if you are planning to do any live streams if you're planning to release any music at this time anything like that we want to know about it we'll put a post about it separately Hell as well yeah. um and like that's we we want to know everything that's going on and so we can tell more of the world about it and get you more streams, get you more views and just carry on sharing the good the good vibes. That's what the
1: show's for, right? Um, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. want to know. We want to know because loads of people, like we said, are going to be releasing stuff and using this time. So if you are using this time, we want to you know promote you and, and get you out there. Um, quick side note, Definitely. Harley, I want to make a, a, a quick thank you to you. Oh, because amazing. uh the mic i'm recording on right now is a little knockoff shore beta 58a so which which oh, you <laughs> left around my house <laughs>
0: oh yeah yeah right well no no worries man let's let's see how good it sounds apologies to her if it doesn't sound any good
1: nice one mate well yes thank you everybody for listening in um i've been josh
0: i've been harley and i've been gary when did you get here
1: <laughs> i'm the new guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> So, yeah, thank you very much. We're going to try and keep this, uh, you know, we'll make this a regular thing. Um, But keep your eyes peeled on the page. We're going to be doing lots of interesting, new, fun things. And we'll see you next time then, eh? Let's sing. (gasps) It's It's the the Harley Harley and Josh Josh Show.
0: show. (laughs) This doesn't work in isolation. (laughs) Definitely not, definitely not. All right, then. Bye.